They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week we take a look at two interesting campaigns. One featuring matcha-flavored sweets, and the other featuring all the varieties of cold noodle dishes Japan has to offer. In the winners and losers segment, Matt picks up probably the worst sandwich we've ever seen, and Mike picks up a mystery item that the two try to solve. Finally, in At the Gemba, we at long last take a look at some items outside of the categories of chiki and chuhai. Now let's head over to the Kambini, the Kambini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Well, Mike, it was going well before we started talking about the impending doom of the uh, metaverse and the impossible price of housing in America. But let's talk about some good stuff, Mike. I got high last night and listened to the Rod Stewart Essentials playlist on Apple Music. And Mike, how come not, nobody ever told me Rod Stewart is awesome? How good is, is you knew about this? Yeah, Rob Stewart. He's awesome. Yeah. Rob's do you say Rob Stewart? I'm talking no, about Rod, Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Rod Stewart, of course. Yeah, he's awesome. I was listening to this playlist and I was like, Oh my god, Rod Stewart has written like every rock and roll hit of all time. That's true. He's awesome. Maggie May. Maggie May. Oh what a yeah. Song. That's a song right there. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, so yeah. yeah, I was a, I was having a great time last night. <laughs> Feeling a little high listening to some Rod Stewart. Everybody check out Rod Stewart. Yeah, man. How are things with you and uh, Toyama? Things are good. Um, let's see what's going on this week. Working on my my shop. Just telling you about. She's uh, getting that ready. Hoping to release. Awesome. Open up. Um, beginning of july so that's been really fun uh we went to hamazushi last night for a little family oh yakuen sushi um awesome it was great i just drank a bunch of nama beater and um you conveyor know belt sushi conveyor belt sushi oh yeah love it nice yep. um and uh yeah but besides that just uh getting warmer over here and things are things are all right all right. Well, as usual, Mike, we got a lot to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. So what do you say we hop right into the Kimbini action? Let's do it. All right. So um, we're going to kick things off here, Mike. We got a we got a matcha campaign coming out of Lawson here. Yes. This is uh, their Uchi Cafe series. Matcha, for those unfamiliar, it's a powdered green tea. Mm. It's got a bright green color. I think everybody knows because mm-hmm. it's pretty popular even here in America. But Mike, um, wow, look at these things. These emerald green, these things look like a, a North English country field, Mike. I mean, the greenest green you've ever seen oh in a Montbran or a croissant. I especially like the croissant, mm. which has only half of the croissant Ooh. coated in matcha. I gotta believe that's... Uh, I don't know. And then it's stuffed with some kind of matcha cream as well. Mm. Mike, they got an anpan red bean paste with a matcha cream with a matcha puff dough. Mm. 
They have a matcha roll cake with a matcha cream in the middle. I've already mentioned the Mon Bran. And then they have a Dota Yaki, which uh, is stuffed with whipped cream and matcha. And Mike, they've paired up with uh, an ancient matcha tea shop out of Uji, Kyoto, called Mordihan. I googled them, Mike. They don't even have a website. Founded in 1836, they've not yet entered the digital era. (laughs) And um, the closest they have, Mike, is a Rakuten site. Okay. uh, Holy damn moly. Look at that. Oh, my God. 2,000 yen off, 1,000 yen off, 500 yen off, everything. (laughs) Come to Rakuten for a Mother's Day gift and leave with an anxiety disorder. (laughs) You know, Rock 10, Mike, for those who aren't aware, it's Japan's most popular e-commerce page. This thing looks like Netflix on crystal meth. More links and options to click than you can uh, swing a dead cat at. I don't think that's the expression, actually. But um, anyway, that's the big campaign coming out of Lawson, Mike, the Macho Uchi, Uchi series cap campaign. I think it looks delicious, and it, uh, it looks uh, genuinely beautiful. Yes, it does. Um, yeah, matcha. Are you, are you, by the way, are you a big matcha guy? Would you say you're a matcha man? <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually don't like matcha. Um, okay. The only time I enjoy it is during um, a tea ceremony, but that may be because uh, my body is so broken, any sort of uh, sustenance, even in the form of a bitter, sludgy tea is welcome um but no typically i i don't i don't care for for matcha all that much what about you yeah i i've sort of had a uh sort of a shift on matcha as well i i when i first came to japan i was all about it um yeah uh and yeah recently i just you know if i was gonna go for a sweet thing i would not reach for matcha I don't know what it is. You know, it's good, but, um, you know, nothing beats, you know, vanilla or chocolate, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I, I definitely um, respect matcha, and uh, and I know there are some, like, big fans of, of the matcha. I will say of these items that we're looking at here, the one that interests me the most was that Danish as well, um, because it does look like a shoe cream. It isn't a shoe cream, unfortunately, but it's close enough, you know, um, I think with that... Uh, with some uh, stuff inside there. Um, but um, in general, yeah, great. Um, I, I will say, if you've never had matcha things and you come to Japan, definitely check it out. Because oh, it is, absolutely. I mean, it's it's one of the classic, you know, sweet flavors that, that you're going to find. Um, and yeah, if you can pair it, you know, if you can pair it with, uh, you know, a, or not pair it, if you can actually have like a tea ceremony with actual mm. or matcha, you know, that, that's, that's really great. Um, and then pair that with, um, some traditional Japanese sweets, you know, I, I think that's, that's, that's maybe your best bet. And in that sense, I guess the, the, you know, the anpan, the matcha mm. whip anpan is maybe closest to like that sort of classic balance of, of flavors. Hot tip for anybody who's in Kanazawa who wants a really nice, uh, tea dessert action, but not a tea ceremony. Go to the Kanazawa Art Museum, not the 21st Century Modern Museum. Go to the Art Museum, and they have a wonderful, I hope it's still there, but a wonderful private tea room. It's a bar, like four seats. You have to reserve it uh, ahead of time. You have to call them, mm-hmm. and you have a wonderful 
uh, three or more courses, depending on which one you purchase, of, of sweets with uh, great teas. I highly mm. recommend that experience. For sure, yes. That, that, that is an awesome place. All right, Mike, that wraps up the matcha campaign. I think you got one more for us this week. That's right, Matt. Um, we're going to take a quick look at something we've been talking about a lot, and every time it gets oh, around to this boy, season, oh this, mm. is, uh, this is the season of cold noodles, Matt. Um, and Hiyashi Chuka, you know, is, is pretty much the, the standard bearer for that. But, Matt, they come in all flavors, all sizes. Um, Matt's family, Mart, has the umasa, Tsurumi Hiyashi Men. Um, this is a. Uh, they're going to be releasing each week a new uh, type of cold noodle. And so, what we've got coming up first, we got soba mm. on the tenth. We've got chuka men, which is mm. pretty much ramen, on the seventeenth. And then we've got udon Ooh. coming on the twenty fourth. Matt, let's just take a look at these. We got the a. Zaju oh, soba. We got the hiyashi chuka. And then we've got the Hiyashi Bukkake Udon. Um, all of these look great, Matt, but I just have a more sort of general question for you. And actually, I'm interested in, in the listeners as well. Which are you going for here, Matt? Are you a Soba guy? Are you a Chuka guy? Are you a Udon man? This is one of the great questions out there. Mm -hmm. First, all of these are fantastic. Everybody yeah. should have all of these. Mm-hmm. They're all very different. Soba, mm -hmm. you're going to get that buckwheat flavor from the noodle. Mm -hmm. Also, very little on the side, usually just some uh, sh strips of nori. So you're really oh, yeah. there to enjoy the noodle and the cold dipping sauce. Mm -hmm. Hiyashi chuka, you're going to get a load of toppings. Oh, yeah. And that dipping sauce is going to be a lot more highly seasoned. Yes. And then the udon, you get the chew of the udon noodle, which is always oh, lovely. Yeah. And I was hoping they would do this, and they did, Mike. They're they're mm -hmm. topping it with some tempura crispies, which is oh, outstanding with the texture yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. they're all fantastic, but gun to my head, I got to mm -hmm. go with the hiyashi chuka, Mike. Okay. In fact, I made homemade hiyashi chuka last wow. night. Wow. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy, it turns out. Stunning. Nothing better on a hot day than a bowl yeah. of hiyashi chuka from the conveni. It's outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Hiyashi chuka is one that I'm going to go for the most, I think. But I'm going to have to go for that uh, for the the zadar soba, Matt. I'm I'm a big okay. fan of yeah, the sure. the when we say zadar soba, it means you have the the noodles and then yeah. you have like the cup of uh, cold uh, broth or uh, to you, and then you dip it in there. I love this, but. The only thing this is missing, and I don't think we're going to get to hear from the Kambini, unfortunately, is you add some tempura in there. Oh, oh. some bitch right there. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt about it. And you know what you do with that tempura? You can, you can, you know, dip it in the sort of like hot tsuyu, the hot broth. That's, that's good too. But what you can also do, you get a little side of salt. And Matt, you can even make that oh, matcha salt. Oh. And then dip that into the soba take a bite take a bite of that zadar hey man you know i'm getting excited just thinking about all the conveni is really good but if you are in japan it's worthwhile seeking out a, a shop that does soba or a shop that does udon because the noodle mm. will always be better at the shop than it is at the conveni and when you get a great noodle it is 
really a, it, it's a great treat but the convenient no doubt about it each week you know family mart last week they did the they did the zaru soba uh mm-hmm. this week they're doing the hiyashi chuka next the following week they got the udon coming out so uh each week you get a new cold noodle coming out at family mart that's exciting stuff right there yeah no doubt all right, Mike. Um, it's time to head into uh, the Chicky Wars, where we take mm-hmm. a look at all the hot, boneless chicken action mm-hmm. coming out at the Conbini this week. Mike, we just got one Chicky. This is a Teriyaki Chicky coming out of Family Mart. Mike, this is not a new product. We've seen the Teriyaki Chicken Steak before. Yeah. It's a broiled Chicky. As you can see, there's no coating. There's no batter on this thing. This thing's just... Uh, thrown right under the broiler and uh, cooked until its skin is bubbling crispy hot mm. teriyaki flavor hey hey i guess yeah can't go wrong with that i'm not too excited about it mike because this is not a new new chicky just family mark bringing it back yep no not a new chicky um don't know what's going on here teriyaki teriyaki chicken steak you know we've seen it many many a time and during the holidays, we see some, see some really exciting, you know, broiled chickens. Oh, so, broiled you know. chicken is good. Jeez, yeah. Pete. Yeah, so I agree. Look at hey, hey, you're zooming in there, though. That does look good. And this is something we've talked about many a time. <laughs> you take a bite in there. Watch out. Hold on. I'm getting hungry. I take back everything I said. I, I would <laughs> absolutely love You get that sweet saltiness of the chicky, of the teriyaki oh. flavor there, Mikey. It's got that nice brown... Uh, brown skin that's got to be a combo of the expert broiling in the soy sauce that it was marinated in right oh, yeah, that's great yeah hope they serve it with a straw because that thing's gonna be a juicy boy yes all right mike that wraps up the chicky wars this week what do you say we head on over to the new item scoreboard sounds good to me matt all right so what are we looking at this week matt we've got Family Mart, 52 items. Lawson, 36. 7-Eleven, 90. Mini Stop, 24. Daily Amazaki, 8. Seiko Mart, 6. And New Days, 20. What do you think? Nothing special there, Mike. Um, I think we've recovered from the Golden Week hangover. Mm. 7-Eleven dipped below the Century Mark for the first time. Well, actually, they were way below during the Golden Week. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, fairly average numbers. Mm-hmm. These aren't Otani figures here out of the Kanbiti, which we were just looking at. This guy's incredible. Phenom. Phenom. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, hey, let's head over to our <laughs> winners and losers. Um, I want to see what you've got here for to start. Um, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. I'm tipping. Oh, geez, I'm clicking all around. All right. What do we got for your loser this week? Yeah, Mike, this was actually featured in the Conveni newsletter from the dumpster segment. Mike, this is out of 7-Eleven. This is a three-mushroom-and-bacon sandwich served on multi-grain bread. Mike, uh, we're looking at... um, You got to really like mushrooms to be into this. You got got maitake, which I like. Maitake mushrooms are really good. Mm -hmm. You got some uh, eringi mushrooms, which can be a little slimy. I'm not a big fan of those guys. And then you got the shimeji mushrooms, which can also be a little slimy. What I don't like about this, Mike, this is just like a gray blob of uh, stuff there. Ooh, yeah, don't get too close. And then it's served on a pile of bacon, which... I don't know what's going on with this. This is Japanese bacon, so this is not real bacon. Oh, God. 
Does that even go together? Sautéed mushrooms and bacon on multi-grain bread? There's also no sauce on this, as far as I can tell. And God knows this thing needs sauce. You got a bunch of slimy, sautéed gray mushrooms. And, you know, this is going to be a mess. You take one bite of this, those, oh, those mushrooms, it's like an ice rink in there with all that slime. It's going to be toppling all over the place. So I don't know what they were thinking here, Mike. Uh, just uh, this, this is a terrible item. This is awful. This is, uh, this is a nightmare to me. This is my nightmare sandwich right oh, here. Yeah. yeah, the mushroom um, guy. Not a, not a big man. mushroom guy. Not a mu yeah, not a mushroom man. Um, you know, um, oh god, you were just saying about how yeah, this is not a lot of bread, so you probably take a bite. This is all crashing out. It's probably you're taking a bite off the front. It's all crashing in your mouth. So you're gonna take that first bite, and you're gonna oh. get probably just a huge mouthful of unflavored mushrooms and these aren't it's not like a Slimy toasted mushrooms. sandwich yeah no, like it, the spray yeah, is not toasted no if these were like sauteed and you know toasted you know that'd be a different story but these are just gonna yeah roll into your mouth just plop in there and you're just gonna chomp and just oh jeez, man awful awful item they're saying this has a lot of dietary fiber probably probably know, right chew on a a belt and get a lot of fiber as well. This is uh, this is awful, Matt. Great, well, terrible, terrible item, but amazing pickup. All right, Matt. Going on to my not loser. This is more of a mystery item here, and I need your oh. help to sort of um, okay to help me uh, figure out what's going on here, Matt. So, what is this title? Aruporito. Yes, Aruporito is produced. Good. This is a uh, apparently like a famous um, Italian restaurant in Tokyo, sure. and it's the chef's uh, sort of choice: olive and tomato pasta. Sounds great. It does so this is apparently a pasta with a tomato-based pasta with uh, tuna, tomato, sliced olives, and capers. All right, that sounds pretty cool. But Matt, I'm I'm zooming in here, and. It's very difficult for me to understand what is going on here. Let, let me describe that. Okay. Yeah, it looks like ground beef. Yes, it looks like ground beef. There's a few olives in the middle. There's some a few capers. There's a few little slices of tomato shell or uh, skin. Yep. Then there's a big sort of dusting of, yeah, what looks like ground beef. I guess maybe that's the tuna. I don't know. And then there's, it almost looks like a hard shell. I, I know this is supposed to be, you know, uh, tomato paste or uh, pasta sauce, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. It almost looks like a hard shell. It almost looks like some sort of weird okonomiyaki. I don't know what type of pasta's in there. Um, it's hard to tell. It's probably if they're saying it's pasta, I'm guessing it's spaghetti style noodles. Um, so yeah, Matt, I was hoping you could help me. I'm not saying this is a loser. This is probably good, but. I'm just hoping you could help me sort of solve this mystery. What exactly is going on here? Well, Mike, I'm having a bit of a... <laughs> I was just on this restaurant's website, if I could just share sure. briefly. Um, you know, this, okay. is, this is what they're actually serving at the restaurant. Mm. And so uh, this is a beautiful pile of pasta. Mm. Um, you can see what all the ingredients are. Yeah. 
and then to just go back to the uh, 7-Eleven item there real quick, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you can see that 7-Eleven didn't quite hit the mark on the presentation <laughs> there. Sort of a stark... Uh, whoop, my tab. My tab game's off today. All right, all right. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, Mike. Um, yeah, the, the this brown... I mean, this stuff, it looks like sawdust. That, that's kind of throwing yeah. me off. I, I see... I see olives. You're gonna call this an olive tomato pasta. You gave me more than two slices of olive. Mm -hmm. There aren't even whole olives in this thing. Um, indeed, this thing looks like it's sauced to hell here around the edge. Or is that some kind of crispy tortilla? Right. Yeah, that could. Maybe it's a foldable thing there. Okay. And I think it does say tuna. Oh, olive. I thought that said other. If it was tuna, other, and tomato, this would be a much, this would make a lot more sense. Yeah, Mike, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this one, and I want to like it because I've recently gotten back into Italian cuisine thanks to Mario Batali, who was just acquitted of uh, sexual assault charges. He was oh, on good. trial here in Boston, and um, <laughs> triggered me to watch some old Malto Mario episodes on YouTube. And uh, it's unfortunate that such a good show was uh, produced by, I guess, somebody who's, uh, anyway. Not, uh, yeah. Anyway, I want to like this, Mike, but, uh, yeah, this this is this is definitely struggling here, this dish. Not sure what's going on. Not sure what's going on. All right, Matt, so uh, enough of that. Let's head over to our winners for this week. So, Matt, what are we looking at? Hey. This was also featured in the newsletter, Mike. We're looking at... Uh, Drinkable Pinot, mm. addictive almond flavor, Yamitsuki Amando. Mm. Everybody knows Pinot, Mike. These are the lovely bite-sized ice creams. They come mm. in uh, their little chocolate-shelled ice creams. And here we have the almond flavor, Mike. But 7-Eleven is not just releasing in classic Pinot ice cream form, they're also releasing it as a beverage. Mm -hmm. So we can now drink Pinot, Mike. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, you know, if, if you can't find me, chances are I'm, I'm under an, a nearby underpass with about 80 of these guys just empty surrounding me, you know. This looks outstanding. Drinkable Pinot. Sounds great. I we've we've featured many um, drinkable things. Um, Pablo things drinkable that, Pablo cheese tart, for instance. Cheese tart. We had a drinkable uh, shoe cream, didn't we? We had a drinkable ice cream. Um, you know, we we had a bunch, um, but they always I'm, I'm always a little bit questionable um, because you just kind of wonder like, what is this actually going to taste like? Whereas with the Pinot, it's very simple because Pinot is so simple. You just have that vanilla ice cream. Absolutely. And then you have that that nice shell of whatever flavor it's going to be. In this case, almond. Um, I agree, Matt. What a, what an item, and one that you would definitely pick up if you went in. Um, recently, as I said, like I've been taking Leo um, once a week or twice a week to the Combini to pick up an ice cream, and he actually picked up Pinot for the first oh. time the other day. Yeah, wow. big step. He's, kids learning fast, isn't he? He's, he's he's learning fast. Yeah. How did he like uh, the Pinot? Oh, he loved it. The only thing he didn't like is that, you know, it went so fast. Went, oh, that I was just about to say, yeah, there's never enough Pinot in that damn box. Enough. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll have to get him one of these instead of his uh, 
his apple juice, he can just, yeah, start drinking on these guys. There Matt. we go. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's going to weigh 300 pounds. I know. He's just bad. He now says, like, when I say, like, what are we going to eat it? What are we going to get at the Convini? He says, ice cream, beer, and chicken. So. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I said, what do you want to get? Ice cream, beer, chicken. So, all right, Matt. Already a true master. <laughs> That's right. Okay, going on to my winner this week. This one is Ooh. more about the, the presentation than the Ooh. item itself. Matt, this is the Kaiju Sakaba. Um, kaiju, as you know, are uh, famous like monsters um, in Japanese entertainment, like Godzilla knows, but... Um, one of the uh, the more famous uh, kaiju series is Ultraman, um, oh. and uh, I always really just love the Ultraman um, sort of aesthetic, very like Showa or sort of like classic, you know, like that that era of Japan, um, and with the, just the wackiest kaiju, the wackiest monsters you've ever seen. Um, this is uh, this is uh, Barutan, who's I guess a famous guy, um, and anyways, it's a, it's a it's a can of it's a it's a chuhai, um, it's a sour, and um, it's featuring um, the different flavors feature the different uh, monsters um, from Ultraman, um, and it has a very sort of like Ultraman uh, design to it. And so this one is actually a cola sour. I don't know about oh. the actual taste. Mm. Uh, the other one I saw actually was like energy drink sour. So I don't oh, know if they're God. picking the best. Four loco. For logo, you know, not, they're not picking the best flavors, but um, the design was really cool, and I like they're calling this the, uh, you know, the the Sakaba, so it's the it's the the monster bar basically or something like that, um, and uh, yeah, it coincides with um, Shin Ultraman, a new the new Ultraman movie just came out, so you oh, know it's pretty cool. obvious what's going on here, but um, yeah, I just thought it was cool, um, very very. I love the love the can. Um, so yeah, that was my uh, winner for this week. Can is awesome. Japanese can design is decades ahead yeah. of American can design, mm-hmm. and they could put any one of these cans. This one's especially awesome because it's got. Yeah. I mean, kaiju, the Jukan is it's a very cool kanji character, but then it's oh, got yeah. this badass. Is that Ultraman? I don't even know what Ultraman is. In the back, what Barutan. is that? It looks like a bird. It's Barutan. I think he's a. Uh, hold on, let me just hold on. Barutan. Hold on here, everybody. Oh, Barutan. Everybody. That's Barutan. Barutan. Looks like a. Uh... Oh, there he is. Oh. Alien Barutan. Jesus, this thing is. Uh, this guy's like a classic. A... Oh my God! Looks like uh, <laughs> Sub Zero had sex with a lobster. Oh my God. <laughs> He's a lobster, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> got this badass creature on this can with some cool kanji. Mm-hmm. You could put this in any American liquor store. Who would not buy this? Looks way better, especially than the uh, the really crappy alcoholic seltzer cans that are out there. They're oh, terrible. God. In fact, I think you wouldn't even need to translate this. Eventually, Americans would come to learn those two katakana characters, sa, wa, Dash. Sawa. <laughs> How hard is this? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, just stop stop doing the Japan ruins all their marketing in America by, by changing the labels. Just keep the exactly. labels. Just keep the labels. It's so just cool. It. It's so cool. People love kanji. Just, yeah. Oh my god. 
This is something we've been talking about for years, by the way. And, um, all right, Matt. So that's that's my winner for this week. And, uh, yeah, that wraps up the scoreboard and the winners of the Lasers. All right. That means it's on to my favorite segment of the week. That's at the Gimbo with Mike. The Gimbo, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you're at the Gimbo. What do you got for us this week? Matt, I actually, um, you know, for the first time in a long time, I went to the Combini for lunch the other day, and I was feeling hot. I was feeling lucky. So I actually picked up a couple things that, you know, I haven't gotten recently or just wouldn't have gotten recent, or sure. um, uh, Because, yeah, recently I've been going at night, and I get my chew high. I get my... I get my beer, I get yes. my chicken, and I yes. get that ice cream. So, anyways, it was fun. Um, and I picked up a couple things that have been that we've like looked at for a while. Um, first one I got is the spam musubi. Oh, dear um, lord! This one's uh, been you know pretty popular, you know, right up there. Um, every time you go to the, uh, get the onigiris, this is a it's it's a big onigiri. It's almost like an onigiri sandwich that has uh, uh, spam. And then egg, and then uh, it's um, tuna mayo. Oh, it's got tuna mayonnaise in there, too? Tuna mayo. Yeah, I think this might have been your loser like a long time ago, or one of our losers or something. Um, Anyways, I I gave it a try, and it, you know, it's not pulling any punches. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's just got some rice in that nori wrapper. Sure. You've got that ham. You've got this, like, very, very processed egg. I mean, it's. I was gonna say that looks closer to American cheese than it does egg. Yes, there. yes, it's it's very strange egg, and then you have that tuna mayo on top of there. Strange. I would have liked just in hindsight. I would have just liked to just just spam, just like just rice and spam. Just rice yeah. and spam. So the spam was the highlight. Spam was a highlight for me. Otherwise, just not great. Are you a spam man? Or I'm a spam spam man. I'm a really? spam man. Yeah. Well, I don't I, know. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah, I don't think I've really. I, I mean, I had it this time. And I've had it before, but like, I always thought spam always had that bad connotation. I think from Monty Python, they made that like spam, 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 spam. And I always thought, oh, spam's kind of a laughing, you know, laughing stock of food. So. It's ham in a can. Ham in a can. Yeah. All right, Matt. But one more. And I, you know, wasn't expecting much from this, but my winner from that last looks, week. Matt, that looks great. Still looks good. My winner from last week. Kaumangai. That's a Thai-style chicken over rice salad. I believe this was good. Matt, I'm very sad to tell you. Oh, that this, dear Lord. Not only was this not great, and I should have known by the price of price 276 of yen. Matt, this thing was like a thimble. Was this is <laughs> like... It was like... It was like a... It was... Miniature, you know, I mean... Like a mini-stop Sunday. Like a mini-stop Sunday. This thing was teeny. And um, it had... So it's... You kind of mix it up. You, you're supposed to, like, mix it up. But it, it was so small that it had that sort of quality of, like... You remember, like, you go to those okonomiyaki places, and for some reason, they give you the, the mix, and it's in yes. this bowl that barely yes. holds it. And yes. so it takes great technique to, like, keep everything from not falling out while you're mixing up. That was that same sort of stressful experience for me um they didn't have a lid that you could shake it with you can throw a lid on there shake it up oh it says mazeru though which is it does that's that's stir 
it did have a lid, and I, I should have thought of that. But it, anyways, I you know I stirred it up, and then it just it just wasn't great. Unfortunately, um, it didn't really have Flavors. much Thai. Really? Yeah, the, it was okay. You had the um, coriander, the pakchi, um, but which it looks like a bunch of it, but it was only like a few little bits. The rest is kind of lettuce. Um, the sauce, I don't really know what kind of sauce that was. The chicken was okay, and the rice was okay, but otherwise unfortunately not great and um mm. i'm kind of kicking myself for picking this as the winner after not sort of like really taking some time to think you know sort of piece together the price and like everything like that that is disappointing i mean this this looks bright beautiful and thai food usually packs a ton of flavor so uh exactly. and then to get it see i get that thimble serving with the expectation that you have to mix that's yeah. tough, Mike. You can't. That's a terrible user experience. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we can get some tech guys on that to uh, update that UX there for the Kaumangai out of Family Mart. Yeah, and then they'll just you know take thirty percent off the top. Right off the top. Yeah, thirty <laughs> percent. All right. So <laughs> that wraps up episode eighty-seven. Wow, Mike. We like thanks to eighty-eight. Oh, damn. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. A special thanks to everybody who's uh, purchased a chickie for us. Carrie G. St. Michel, uh, 20 chickies, M.H. Bongo, 18 chickies, Professor H. 6, Matt D. 3, Antonio A. 3, Groove Japan 2, Devon Pine, Bobby Gito, Anonymous, and Anonymous. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And a big shout-out again to Carrie G. St. Michel. She signed up for the Konbini Master Annual Subscription Package on the new Thank newsletter. You. That was a hundred bucks right there. I never thought Thank somebody you. would buy that. Thank you to uh, Patrick St. Michelle's mom there. Thank you. Big shout out. And MH Bongo for also signing up for the annual subscription with Thank almost you. no, we have no credibility. We published two of these. He thinks we're actually going to publish 52 this year. Hopefully <laughs> we do. We have a lot of good engagement. We have some good growth over the past week. If you haven't checked out the newsletter, check it out. Conbeanieboys.substack.com. Weekly Conbeanie newsletter. It g- gives you a game plan, a roadmap for how to attack the Conbeanie new items the following week so it comes out on saturday new items hit the shelves on tuesday you got three full days to plan we give you the roadmap to do just that all right uh please share rate the podcast all that stuff youtube <laughs> like, comment, whatever and uh join the convo on twitter otherwise thanks everybody for listening and mike hey i'll see you at the convenie see you at the convenie matt <laughs>